So hi, one of the Grenoise Podcasts. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with Colby, and I'm from Empty. And we're gonna ask him some questions today about their upcoming album, Made of Fire. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to the announcement so far? Um, we've had a lot of good responses, and I'm really excited about it. Um, it was a lot of fun getting to write this record, and I'm really excited for everyone to hear it. It's the kind of thing where some people write albums and there there are a couple songs that they're not like super sure about mm-hmm. but every song that we put that on this album all three of us are super excited to show everybody about well the album rips i was listening to it earlier today it's so <laughs> fucking like good it. yeah oh, well, you got <laughs> <laughs> bang well i'm glad you like it hell yeah uh, so is there any backstory behind the album name or cover art um i I don't know. We kind of just we threw out all the songs and we picked we picked like a set of like 11 or 12 songs from everything we wrote out in California. And John, our producer, was like, let's just name it after this one. And it was the song Made of Fire. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's how it fit in. Um, As for the album art and everything, Gary wanted to try something a little bit different, a little more purple and pink, something something like a a really ominous but classy hue mm-hmm. is how I would put it. Um, and it works really good. We went to a buddy of ours and he made the album art and he made everything for the singles too. Okay. Solid. Oh, yeah. Sick. Uh, so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for this album? Uh, while we were out there, we, had, we went down there with two or three songs already. Uh, we went down there with Temporary High, Letting Go, and uh, I believe Disconnect. Mm-hmm. So we had those three ready to go. So we just re-recorded those. While we were out there with John, um, sometimes he would lay like a little synth part down and he'd go, What's the kind, what kind of vibe are you guys feeling for this song? And we'd spit all things back and forth. Uh, I'd throw out a riff, John would throw out a riff, Gary would mouth the riff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sometimes we'd sit outside, have a drink or two, because it's really different in LA than it is in Myrtle Beach, because you step outside in Myrtle Beach and it's soup. Uh-huh. It's so hot all the time. Yeah. It's so heat. But in LA, it was just a nice heat. It just felt good outside. So we would spend some time outside. We'd throw out ideas for lyrics. Um, John was amazing. He was pumping stuff out like that. And I had trouble keeping up. i'm not even gonna lie to you he was so fast with everything that i maybe got a couple parts in that i was like really proud of Mm -hmm. wow so your producer also played a major role into your writing process not just the three you guys well it was just me and gary who went out to la but yeah Uh okay Mm -hmm. solid do you think it was just kind of the change of scenery that kind of helped with that i think so yeah, it really did. It was something new, something we weren't used to. And mm-hmm. John, tr- for Close My Eyes, the, like, one of the first songs we did with John was Let's Try Something Different. Yeah. And Gary and I had driven 36 hours there. So we're like, you know Jesus. what, why not? Let's just, yeah. let's just try. And that's where we got the verses for um, Close My Eyes in. And we just kind of fell in love with it. We wrote a bunch more songs with those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And we left some of them out. We put some of them in just kind of give it a nice mix of everything. So, so like older, empty kind of stuff from the EP and something from the album and then something 
from something a little newer that we want to do mm-hmm. more. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So I want you to tell us your favorite lyric off this album and the meaning behind it. Okay. Ooh. Okay, there's two. Okay. Um, so in Close My Eyes, the sleepless, like right, like the bridge-ish kind of part is the sleepless nights like a mortuary and then a big operatic dead inside. Mm-hmm. I, I just thought it was hilarious. <laughs> it was just funny because we just did it and John was like, let's do something really weird. And it was just, <laughs> I don't know what it is about that part. I could just hear it on TikTok or something, someone doing something stupid for that. Mm-hmm. But um, I think my favorite line is um, in, I think it was made of fire is, I'm son of Midas, son of the reaper. I come up for air and I'll drag you down deeper. And that saw that line, ooh, it was, ooh, it was yeah, so much fun like, to get them to go into it. And it was just, something about that we were just pumping it out and gary and john were just on top of that and what the song invoked was something similar to that something like pulling you down and then coming right back up mm-hmm. the song is all about um destruction and almost like a self-loathing kind of thing but more like a self i hurt everything i love so uh, son of Midas, obviously Midas turned everything into gold, which was super, which was like that little hint into like old stuff that me and Gary grew up with. Uh, so son of Midas, son of the Reaper, uh, come up for and I'll drag you down deeper because gold melt, <laughs> gold sinks in water. That was it. Okay. Wow. All right. <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so how'd the track list for the album come about? Did you write the opener, be the opener, closer, be the closer? Did you kind of just shuffle around? What was the process for that? Um, we wrote everything and I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think it just, we didn't write everything in a specific order. We just kind of wrote everything. We picked the songs we like. I think Gary figured out the order that he thinks everything would be best in. He shot me the order and I said, that looks great. Okay. That was about it. Gary's does a lot of the, the creative stuff behind it. Mm-hmm. He just comes to me and Ian when he's like, hey, I have this riff or I have this part that I want to put out. And what Gary lacks in like playing guitar or drums, me and Ian will make up in. We have our own little things we do to help out. All right. Colin. So which song off of this record took longest to write and which one is your personal favorite? I think the longest one to write was close my eyes because we were just feeling everything out. We were just feeling how everything went. But once we got them, everything kind of just fell into place. It took a day or two to get a decent part of the song out. And then we'd spend the next day or so writing the lyrics and getting everything out. Mm-hmm. All right. My personal favorite song would probably be, oh, I can't remember the name of it. I'm an awful musician. It's all good. I can hear it. Oh, I feel awful. I can try and pull up the track list if that would help you. Could you please do that? Yeah. We find it. I'm so sorry. It's one we don't play live, so it's not immediately on the tip of my tongue. Oh yeah. I think it's nowhere left to hide. It is nowhere left to hide. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, that one's my favorite because when that song started out, it was 
a lot different than what's on the record now, which was mm-hmm. really cool to hear the the evolution of that song. Okay. Right. Uh, so where was your headspace at while you guys were writing this album? Um, I was an anxious mess. Okay. Because that was my first record with Empty. Because I wasn't part of Empty and the hope and the loss of it. So this is my first time going out and writing and doing all that stuff. Oh. Yeah, being a creative influence was hurting my brain. Because I was just scared. I'm like, is everyone going to like this? Am I going to play something in the tool look at me like I'm an idiot? They did. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Gary's always in a super calm headspace. I don't know how he does it. He is always level-headed, straight to the point, the most logical person I've ever met. And John was just fun to be around. John was a new energy to both of us, mm-hmm. which was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Love to see it. So how do you recommend your fans to listen to this record for the first time? Should they put it on in the dark with headphones on? Should they put it on in a car Ooh. for a road trip? Should they blast it at a party? What do you recommend? Well, there's a different song for each occasion because mm-hmm. um, still standings, obviously, you know, it's, it's a it's a it's a it's a hype song. It's 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 an empowerment kind of song uh, while there is nowhere left to hide where I'll just sit it with my AirPods crying in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all I recommend is play. Um, can't trust nobody and to close my eyes because that's how we do it live and it just sounds really cool going into it mm-hmm. everything else throw on whatever you can listen to it wherever which is really cool yeah all right uh so this question should be super super quick off the top of your head i want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words no more no less modern lincoln park okay oh all right. that's good that's we were, very good. Huge inspiration for what we were doing for the album. And we just kind of, Gary's like, let's just write some Linkin Park riffs, but make it sound like it came out in 2021. Mm-hmm. And that's, that was essentially all of Close My Eyes was one little Linkin Park riff that we just threw at the computer. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty big to say, like, to say that, like, it's modern Linkin Park. Don't you feel like that puts a little bit of pressure on yourselves? Uh, it does, but I feel like with how we did everything, it does ring fairly true. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Fair enough. I am excited for it. Hell yeah. So true. Uh, so is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this album to invoke in your listeners? It, it really depends. Mm-hmm. I want them to like it, but I also want them to feel where every song came from. I want them to feel what we felt during every song. Mm-hmm. I, I want them to take it to the gym. I want them to show the friends. I want them to feel good about listening to this album. Mm-hmm. I want them to think fondly of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe not number one forever, but they're like, oh, I haven't listened to this one in a while and just go on that week long binge that everybody always does. Yep. That's it. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what band or artist influence do you think you can hear the most on this album? If any, I know you already said Linkin Park. Are there any others? Um, Vicious Riches had a a hint of a wage war kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was listening to them earlier. I saw. (laughs) (laughs) A new album. Amazing. Mm -hmm. But, um, 
we took some inspiration from the new plot in you, a little bit from mm. the most recent Bring Me the Horizon album. Um, who else? All bangers, by the way. Honestly, yeah. Good picks. <laughs> Gary, be proud. <laughs> I'm reading. I'm reading off a script you gave me. It's fine. <laughs> um, since we're on the topic of the plot in you, did you listen to the new album by any chance? I, it's one. Of, it's on my gym playlist. Absolutely. Okay. All the time. So what you think of it? I, it was a little weird at first, but the more I listened to it, I just paradigm is perfect. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's a very good album, but they released it on the wrong week because that mm-hmm. just happened to be Spirit Box week. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, it was. <laughs> Which is also a fantastic record, but <laughs> it kind of got buried with yeah. all that. Yeah. So, yeah. what was your? Yeah, it does. It's just bad scheduling, honestly. <laughs> so what was your favorite memory that you made while creating this record? Uh, Gary and I have a lot of inside jokes as much as well as the um, as Ian, with the three of us. And when we went out there, we met John and his roommate Blake for the first time. Uh, John's girlfriend warned us that these are the only guys in California who talk like this. And just the way they started talking was... Mm-hmm absolutely absurd to me and gary like they they would say things to us and we go those are words what do they mean <laughs> like they they want to go get popeyes or something and they'll hop they'll hop in the room like you want some fire some crispy chicken and gary go gary we'll just those are words what do they mean <laughs> what are you saying well i i don't understand I've been speaking English my whole life, and this is new. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the fuck is going on right I don't now. Know what you're doing really, right now? They would add like a really stereotypical Californian thing to it. It was absolutely hilarious. And Gary and I came back, and the first month, like all the month of May, we would just talk like they would. Oh my god! And just confused the hell out of everybody. Oh my god. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so picture this: you're on tour, you're at a gas station for a rest stop. What is your snack mm-hmm. of choice? My snack of choice? Yes. Mm-hmm. I really have a small obsession with voice cracks and skip. Okay. Okay. Skittles and goldfish. Okay. Ooh, what flavor slash color goldfish are we talking about? Original or extra cheddar cheese flavor plastic. There you go. Extra cheddar. Nobody talks about extra cheddar. Those are wrong. Uh, so on the topic of food if the band was a dish what dish would the band be oh god there's <laughs> that's a weird one um so there'd be chicken for gary because that's all he eats mm-hmm. about chicken? I, was, I was prepared for about everything but this yeah <laughs> i think it'd be like a um like a spicy a spicy chicken wrap okay Ooh, right. that's good mm-hmm. i like that you want to explain why? Or is it just like, that's it? Chicken for Gary. Ian's mm-hmm. absolutely insane and chaotic. So that's where the spicy comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would be the side. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you're the rap because you, you know, you know, exactly. pull the whole project no, together. Exactly. You keep everything I, together. I'm the rap. I keep everybody in, and I'm very bland. <laughs> Without them. <laughs> oh my god. I think, I think I'll be the sauce. I'll be the sauce. There you all go. Right, there right, you go. There you go. got a little flavor there. Yeah. There we go. I can't put myself down too bad. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, where do you see the band in the next five years? 
next five years mm-hmm. in a perfect world mm-hmm. touring with bring me the horizon or plotting you somewhere mm-hmm. up there because i feel like we can get there mm-hmm. yeah i feel like if we release more like made a fire and just keep playing what we want to play it'll it'll spread mm-hmm. uh in a not so perfect future, I'd still want to see us playing um, Silent Planet. Some of like some of the higher up Solid State bands, at mm-hmm. least. All right, that's good. Doable for sure. Yeah. Uh, so for these last couple of questions, we're actually going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you. Yeah, that's fine. Perfect. So we're going to go straight to Death Row. Boom. So oh, if you're on okay. Death Row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Steak hibachi. Oh. With and warm apple sake. Oh, okay. That was quick. That was very quick. I've, 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 this is one question I was ready for. Oh my Gary God. Did you, did you do your homework? I, <laughs> I asked Gary, like, what do I need to expect? Because this is my first time doing this. Ian's already done one. Gary's done a thousand. This is my, this is my first. So he's like, they're asking stuff like this and this. They're probably going to ask you what your last meal will be. And I go, that's a weird one. He did his homework. I'm telling yeah. you right now. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> hey, watch one or do. <laughs> I will neither confirm nor deny. I'll keep it a mystery. Okay. Okay. Well, I think I solved the mystery. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? In a fictional world for a week. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, what, that's all it's, it's like a windows xp dial up in the back um I, i'm gonna be really basic and probably say the world of pokemon mm-hmm. only because that's the only place where i think i wouldn't get killed immediately yeah because i don't see myself as a main character in anything like i could say i could say Dragon Ball or some of my other favorite animes, but I'd be, I'd be the guy in the way back who's like this big and poorly drawn. Yeah. So I'd say Pokemon. At least I can have some fun being a background character. All right. Okay. So I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question. What is your favorite color? baby blue oh all right mm-hmm. uh so as glory said that's all the questions we have today is there anything you would like to plug uh we are dropping letting go on friday mm-hmm. that's coming out and our album's coming out october 22nd i'm sure anybody who's listening to the podcast probably already heard that but i'm gonna throw at it again uh october 22nd made a fire it's gonna be great super excited uh, prepare to beat your friend's ass. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, thank you for staying with us. It's been Kobe from Empty, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast.